0: welcome everybody in the movie guys verse this is jordan here part of movie guys podcast we wanted to say thank you so much for downloading this most recent episode if you don't know what movie guys podcast is we are a new movie review show that is updated weekly you can check us out at movieguyspodcast.com and also movieguyspodcast.podbean.com sit back and enjoy the show Hello, everybody, and welcome to another awesome episode of Movie Guys Podcast. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody! Happy Thanksgiving, Eric. Happy Thanksgiving, Ed. How are you guys
1: doing? Happy Thanksgiving, Happy Turkey Day, uh, Turkey Day, uh, Turkey Day. We're obviously preoccupied, uh, well, yeah, multitasking with preparing for the food and watching parades and doing podcasts.
2: It's a beautiful day. Absolutely. I'm just, I'm ready for the Lions to win today, buddy. Go Lions!
1: I, well, that's a, that's a lot to ask for,
2: you know. Hey, listen, you got a guy who's starting quarterback, uh, has one start in five years, and he's only thrown 400 yards of his career. So, listen, I'm uh, I'm rooting, I'm, rootin', uh, I'm betting on the lives today. Well, before I, we talk about what everybody's here for, I
0: have a question for both of you. Hmm. Eric, what is your favorite Thanksgiving food?
1: Ooh, damn it, that's a tough one. You know what, it's, uh, as of late, I guess it's, it's always been the cheesy potatoes, uh, Ooh, I've usually geez. gone gone towards like a you know maybe more like the casseroles with like a breading on top or something like that just because they they're the ones that have, usually have a little more of the flavor you know mine's Polish side but oh man cheesy potatoes it just seems to be the first the first to go always everyone wants a scoop of that you know if, they, if, they, if it was making cheese there I'd take some of that but uh, I you know what it's it's something with the cheese how about that let's just cut to the chase something with melted cheese on it.
2: Ed, how about you, buddy? Well, I think it's a tie between green bean casserole and, and baked mac and cheese, I'd have to say. I could eat both of those all fucking day, and I probably will.
0: Well, my favorite, of course, is green bean casserole as well, so there we go. And, of course, good old mashed potatoes and gravy with the lumps.
1: So hey. today we are – Real quick, can I, can, I, can I admit something, though? Because not too many people want to know what team you're on, and then then we'll go, off. I'm, I'm a dark meat guy. Does anyone else prefer that over – I figured I. feel like I knew that about you. Okay, well, <laughs> put a stamp on that. Yeah, I think I set myself up for that one, didn't I? Yes, yes yeah. you do. Okay. I like both.
0: I like both, actually. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> yes, I do. Okay, so today we're talking about crimes against Grindelwald, and we wanted to say this real quick before we start the show here, fans. This is not going to be a long episode. It is Thanksgiving Day. We wanted to release this out to everybody on Thanksgiving Day. This is not a very fun movie for us three, especially for me, who is an avid hater on Harry Potter. So this was a chore for me to do. Uh, this movie has made its money back, but not as much as I thought. The movie was made for $200 million, and it's only grossed $265 million. So it has been out for a week already. So clearly there is an audience for this, but not really. Um, so I don't know if we're going to go through this plot by plot. We're going to talk about it real quick. Some things that I want to say is one, uh, who out of you two is the big uh,
1: Harry Potter guy, Ed or Eric? Which one is the big Harry Potter? I, guy? I mean, I don't know. Well, I mean, I'd say we're both pretty, pretty well, you know, uh, immersed into the world, right? I mean, I, 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 I don't know. It might be it might be a toss up. I'd say we're, we specialize in our own uh, different sectors of the of the ministry.
0: Okay, so then this is my question. Tell me if I'm wrong, because I only know Grinderwald from one thing, from my wife, and she said that Grinderwald was uh, Dumbledore's gay lover. Is that is that true, or is that oh. bullshit, or what? <laughs> it's a shame, um, I, I'm, I'm
2: serious. I'm
1: serious. I'm not fucking.
2: What's up with you and the gay stuff
1: today, Jordan. Well, like, I'm, that, that, that's always no, that's been true. That, that's that's always, always been. been yeah, yeah. That's always been a thing, and uh, uh, in the Harry Potter. Kind of a world thing. Let's just say that he he uh, was of interest. Dumbledore actually uh, obviously has uh, is a very gifted uh, wizard and, and one with a lot of uh, uh, rank, and he likes to take on apprentice students a lot of times. So and, okay. and this movie is obviously one of the cases. It's almost just like um yeah, it's almost like he's like a like a I don't want to say I, I, because people you don't want to classify him as a. I guess, because it's more so that I feel like he, he transcends above that. Uh, but you know, obviously a wizard got wizarding needs. You no, know? I was just,
2: yeah. Somebody somebody needs somebody needs to, to, to wave his wand, right? Yeah,
1: sometimes he needs need more than one spell, you know? Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. Well see so the reason why
0: I asked and I just hope you guys understand what I'm what I'm trying to get at and what the audience, the movie guys first here is trying to hear what I'm getting at. I have a very, very hater of of uh, Harry Potter, I don't like Harry Potter at all, I didn't like Fantastic Beasts we reviewed that last year, I'm not a fan of this one either, but my wife told me that in the novels, in the Harry Potter novels, um, there was nothing mentioned about Grindelwald and Dumbledore being lovers, but J.K. Rowling or Rowling, whatever has come out in the public and said that she intended them to be gay lovers so I came into this movie I came into this movie expecting a pro-homosexual kind of vibe that's what I was expecting, because that's what I was always told.
1: I, I feel that, like, yeah. Dumbledore's homosexuality has only been shown through his little glares that he does. Okay. And Jude Law does a really good gig lean, you know? Just yeah, there. so let's talk about that.
0: Uh, Ed, how do you feel about Jude Law playing Albus Dumbledore here?
2: Well, Jude Law is a fantastic actor. He can make anything that you watch him in believable. mm you know, not. That I have no issues with Jude Law. The only thing is, is it kind of doesn't go in chronological order because, like, I forget which movie it was, but 20 years later he's got a foot-long gray beard and he looks like he's 90. No, no,
0: this takes place in the 1927. Harry Potter doesn't take place into our modern time.
2: Right, well, that's true. There's a flashback, and I forget what movie it is, and, Eric, you're the expert. Well, you're the expert on the show anyway. There's a flashback where in 1940s or something like that, he looks like he does in, in the movies we know.
1: Yeah, I would say, there's, there's a lot of uh, uh, weird continuity things about, uh, uh, about the time travel, and I think they, a lot of it they just do for, for movie's sake because of who's available for casting who and whatnot. The biggest meme that I saw is uh, people were questioning when the fuck did Dumbledore switch from three-piece suits to, uh, to one bejeweled robe. Like, I want to know what happened in that transition. Uh, See, now, that's interesting because
0: Dumbledore, well, I mean, I don't know, Ed. I'm going to disagree with you because the timeline does make sense. This takes place in the 1920s, and we don't see Harry Potter until 2001. So him being that age that he is is true. Uh, Eric, uh, if you're a wizard in the Harry Potter world, do you not age normally then?
1: I, I will say that, and I'm sure a lot of people will correct me on this, but I know that Dumbledore's aging had uh, had taken a toll a lot because of his searching through um, um, different uh, magical kind of uh, you know like Horcruxes, like he aged a lot through that, and just messing with the dark arts. A lot of that had had taken a toll on. So he had mentioned that before, I think, in the original series, aside from this one. So it's one of those where you can just kind of you know. Uh, take take with a spoon and and move along with it. You know, it doesn't doesn't hurt the story. But let's get it moving. It only hurts right. the, the development because of. But whatever you you have the figure, uh, the, the shining uh, Dumbledore figure, and that's what you got. Move along. That's, that's everything. Every, every other detail that you have about it is it doesn't matter. It's almost trivial.
0: Well, I got a few more questions here before we just get out the show here, real quick. Uh, we do see Hogwarts a little bit. Ed, was it nice to go back to Hogwarts? Yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, I have to say that it was. We saw some things that we didn't that I didn't expect to see. Yeah, it was nice to go back to Hogwarts finally for the first time. in How long? Six years.
1: You didn't get fan service in this movie.
0: Yeah, great. yeah. Um. Now, uh, now, Eric, this is not based on any material, right? Because what my wife has told me is that there was a book called Fantastic Beast and Where to Find Them, which was the first movie which Harry Potter himself had as a textbook in school. Right. So this cries Against Grindelwald is not a book. This is all Hollywood made up kind of going along. It's nothing to do with J.K.
1: Rowling. I, I went on and, I, and I, I saw a big petition that was starting to form on here about this movie where people were saying they should stop calling this Fantastic Beasts because first off, where were the Fantastic Beasts in this movie? You know, we're, there there was, I mean, I, I get you got, you got your, you know, your a little bit, uh, of of this and that, but like for the most part, this movie was just basically the the, the wonderful Wizarding World of Harry Potter, right? Like mm-hmm. the the characters that were involved in it, and, uh, and and the the plot that was in it too. Like it it was much different than the first one. The first one was m- much more whimsical because you're trying to find, you're trying to catch them all, right? You're trying to go mm-hmm. catch the, the the Wizarding Pokemon in, in New York City. <laughs> <laughs> you got to catch them all, and because uh, yeah. they escaped in this one, you're trying to. You know, trying to catch the Dumbledore, or not the Dumbledore, the the Johnny Depp, the Grindelwald, <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's basically what. And so that's and the. We have what? Three more movies of this? Three more? Batman yeah, Hester two plus. We
0: have they have they've signed on to do five films all together. The guy that plays Newt uh, Scaramander, Scaramander. uh he um, Eddie Redmayne,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: Now, uh,
2: yeah, any they,
1: they, this this should be this should just be. Not, they should take that, that title out of it and they should just call it Wizarding World or something like that. They, they could probably um, turn this into a much larger franchise if they did it that way, too.
0: I agree, because this is the prequels
1: to Harry Potter. That's what they're doing. Yeah, They're doing
0: X-Men prequels, essentially.
1: Yeah, expanding the universe, you know. Yeah, all, universe. Touching all four, all four corners. They still have yet to reveal the, um, the North American... Uh, uh, Wait, what's it? The, the school? You know how uh, the Wizarding School that yeah. is. Yeah.
0: Uh, well, later in the film, at, at at towards the end of the film, Grindelwald actually preaches freedom to everybody, and he is he uses future images of World War Two uh, to try to call for a worldwide wizard supremacy. Uh, I'm sorry, supremacy or domination. Uh, and how do you feel about that? About Grindelwald knowing the future and realizing World War Two because they just got out of World War One, being 1927 here.
2: It's, it, it's, very ironic that somebody had mentioned that this is the X-Men prequel style because I very much saw Grindenwald as, as, uh, Magneto. Magneto yeah. Yeah, and uh, Doubledore as Professor X. So there's, it's the same thing. That's, that's exactly how I felt that they were, that watching this. So what you said about the World War II thing, I mean, that's, that's a Magneto thing. Like, we should be supreme. We can do all these, all this shit. Look what, it, look what's about to happen.
1: Just, just real quick, does it seem like a lot of these filler movies, are? it's basically just a reskin, right? It feels like a lot of these movies that, that are cash cows, I feel like a lot of these are basically just reskins. And but what I mean by that is that they're taking an existing plot line, kind of like X-Men or, or characters, and they, they just gloss it over with a different theme, and then it works. So well, movie, hopefully you would take, eventually we get a Logan-style movie with Dumbledore. <laughs> you would take, That would be... Holy shit, do you know how much money i paid for that, dude? Could
2: that you imagine be- how amazing that would be? A dark
1: I know dark version?
0: Yes. yes. You don't call it Dumbledore. You want to be more cool. So you want to call it Albus. Oh, Black-eyed
1: Really cool, dude. white him Like, doing this whole fight against the dark arts? Like, that would be dope. That would be really cool. Mm-hmm. All cool right, if for this- the Horcrux from... Yeah, like... I would like, so, to, I, like to.
0: I agree with you. It's decided. Everybody, movie guys, verse Eric and Ed and I, we're going to write a script. We're going to do a hard R Albus underdoor movie, and we're going to ship that to Hollywood.
1: <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> hard,
0: R. hard R.
1: Oh yeah, for the for the hard real. R. Yeah, for the real dedicated.
0: Yeah. It'll take place in the. Uh, it'll take place in the 80s. I don't know because well, I
1: want. No, 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 no. We'll, we could do a Dark Tower thing where it just takes uh, over many different periods. There we go. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because I would like to see Dumbledore on the front lines like Wonder Woman,
1: right? <laughs> I would go mind it. seeing him, like, yeah, exactly, like, hunting down some people, or, or in in the main goal is him trying to, to to hunt all the Horcruxes, you know?
0: Right, and then he's on the front line, and he's like, you shall not pass!
1: Is that wrong, Rookie?
0: <laughs> 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 both guys, both old guys with great beards. I don't know. Um, so, anyway, so, okay, let's get into our final review here for it. Uh, Eric, what will be uh, your Popper rating for uh, Fantastic Beasts and the Crimes Against Grindelwald?
1: I, I mean, uh, let me try to find my words as I'm as I'm biting my tongue here. This this movie was quite obvious from the get-go what it is, right? This is the movie that you take your mom to on the holidays, right? Like you're not, it's a safe movie. It's not anything that is. This is this is plain and simply a Netflix movie. Like to me this 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 would've worked better where you could kind of relax on your own time and it's not like there were there were parts that really sucked. It's just I don't know, I guess the, the subject of the movie just as a whole just didn't really have me you know what I mean? Like it, it didn't, nothing brought it I don't I don't the characters I really don't care for it too much. Like they all look good. Obviously Law looks great. Uh, Johnny Depp as Grindelwald, his makeup was great, his the eye makeup and the hair was really cool too. Um, so Kravitz was in here too, so she's always looking good. You know, like it, it was produced obviously very well, but I feel like it's just I don't know, like it, it wasn't it was it's too it was too small of a of a of subject to go into the big theater. So I don't know, small bag of popcorn maybe. I I feel like I'm being generous with that. I even like I, it, it's like. It wasn't bad. It's just I it wasn't it was just wasn't for me. I don't know. It, it, how is it, can I describe it, Ed?
2: Well, I don't here's the thing, like I I was actually kinda hoping I could lean on you for to decide how I feel about this movie because you are you are the Harry Potter guy of the three of us. I'm not yes. saying I don't
1: love the franchise. I do love the franchise, but you know it. I just enjoy it. That's I think, that's, so, I think that this this movie was I think that people aren't loving this I think people just are kind of enjoying it it's it's a it's a it's a tease of a movie man we got a little bit more of what we of what we wanted everything fell into place like as far as uh, as far as uh, situations and characters like I feel like J K kind of gave the approving wave over a lot of that I I don't know I maybe it's just is, is the magic wearing off? Is the magic spell the the, the the barrier needs to be recasted by Hermione to really make you, this enjoyable again?
2: You've be, you've become a muggle is what happened. I think you've so. You've become a muggle. <laughs> <laughs> no, for me, like, I mean, I agree with you. This is a small bag of popcorn for me. It's not – it just didn't feel – I didn't enjoy it as much as I've enjoyed other Harry Potter movies. And and David Yates has done all the fucking Harry Potter movies. released the last – the last how many Uh for so life. I yeah like, yeah yeah something like that, and he's going to direct the next the next three. We you know we know he's going to be the director of the next three Fantastic Beasts movies. So I don't know how I feel. I mean I feel like I I need to be consoled a little bit because like you said I don't know if the magic's wearing off. I don't know if the movie sucked. I don't know that I can't figure out which one it is. So I'm
1: I, by default I have to give it a small bag of popcorn. The, the curse of the extended universe.
2: That's that's it. That's it. And I hope I don't feel this way about anything Star Wars related in the future. Well, you have already. Well, uh, no, but well, uh, what they get one from me. They, but they get They one. do
1: it. They do it with every, with almost every successful franchise is that they beat it to death by extending it over and over again. They did it with X Men. They're doing it uh, with with this. They did. Hell, they fucking did it with Wizard of Oz, man. Like. Yeah. You know, they, they do it with everything. Obviously, and uh, Tremors, obviously, we'll go back to that one. Boys, I'm going to drop it every episode now. <laughs> yes, that's your thing, that's your thing. But you know what I mean? Uh, like, that's the curse of when you make a, a, a one-off into, you know, a 15-parter. You know what?
0: I'm going to say this right now before we close out the show. I hate Harry Potter. You guys have a little bit of a love for it. And 2019 fans, we're spoiling, it's going to happen sometime. Tune in because in one episode... In one week in 2019, we're going to do a Harry Potter series episode where I can get all my frustrations out and maybe these guys can convert me to be a wandering wizard, whatever you want to call it, because we got to talk about it eventually. So that will happen in 2019. We've got to talk about it. But we want to continue talking with you guys. So make sure to check us out at movieguyspodcast.com, at movieguyspodcast.podbean.com. You can download our episodes at iTunes, on iHeartRadio, and on Spotify. Just search Movie Guys Podcast. You can find our show here and also other shows. Uh, some shows include For Your Distraction and also our wrestling show called In the Ring. We're only a month away until January 1st of 2019. We have a lot of plans coming up here. We're excited to give it to you guys. And don't forget to vote. Go to MovieGuysPodcast.com or go to MovieGuysPodcast.Podbean.com. Go to the right side of the page under the search bar. It says... Movie Guys Podcast Awards, and you, the fans, get to vote for what you feel was the best movies that we have reviewed of the year, worst movie, actor and actress, and screenplay. Make sure to vote on that. You guys have already voted now, and at the end of the year, we will do our third year special where we announce the winners of that. Uh, Before I go, Eric, Ed, are you guys going to go check out Once Upon a Deadpool like I am? Oh, yeah. Okay. I I was sold
2: at Fred Savage.
0: Yeah, you know what we're (laughs) talking about,
2: right? Uh, No, I just um, it's to go with with the crowd.
0: uh, Very, very quickly, Once Upon a Deadpool is they are re-releasing Deadpool 2, but PG-13, in theaters, and it's going to be a la Princess Bride, where Fred Savage is in bed and Deadpool's telling the story of Deadpool 2. They they have have added new scenes.
1: Bonus scenes.
2: I think I'll wait for DVD, guys. It's not coming a DVD. But anyway, all
0: right. Well, thank you so much, everybody, for checking us out. And we'll be back to you guys next week for another awesome episode of Movie Guys Podcast. Have a good night.